Welcome back to the In the Dugout podcast. My name is Jason Ward, aka Red Sox Dugout. I'm alongside Joey Nagel, Garrett Jacobsmeyer, and Alex Jefferson. 2019 is just about over, and 2020 is just around the corner. It's been a big year for the In the Dugout podcast. We started this in February, and it has grown. <laughs> it's been a big year. This is the only year it's existed, so it's been a big. Well, that's year. why it's big. <laughs> well, it's also been a small it's one then. It's been a year for the yes. In the Dugout not podcast. Not, 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 not quite. quite. It's quite. been eleven months. It's been a good stretch of time for the In the Dugout podcast. <laughs> yes, it has. It's been a great stretch of time. If we any of our this... listeners had a baby, or uh, <laughs> never mind. Cut that. We... <laughs> I was going to say, it's been just over nine months. So We started this back in February with me and Joey just jumping on Skype, and it was pretty bad. But no, we've good. grown was to I have... Was on that first episode? No, you weren't. You were, you were not. On the second. Wow. I wasn't hurt. invited You came in with like... some jokes. Did I? Yeah, <laughs> I was invited to. Like I, I would April. love to. I can't wait to go back and, and listen. That's to this. That's what this episode is. Is we'll be going back through all of the episodes, the highlight podcast episode of the whole entire year of the In the Dugout podcast, all the best moments. But before we get to that, I just want to thank first of all all of our listeners for listening. You guys have been awesome. I really appreciate your support, and I want to thank our guests. When we started this on Skype in February, I didn't think that we'd be able to have all these guests on, but it has been a great experience. Steve Peralt, Christopher Smith, Chris Cotillo, Zach Scott, Jemai Webster, Noah Zavolis, CJ Chatham, Nick Decker, and Nick Northcutt in the dugout. That one was awesome. Pat Light, and then 2013 World Series hero, Johnny Gomes. It's been an awesome year for us, and we've got another great year coming, so keep listening, and thank you for your support. Yeah, thank you, everyone. Yeah, thank uh, you. I want to thank the people that we uh, are faithful listeners who we ended up playing fantasy with. Those, yeah, those the guys. Vooch. Let's see if I can't list them all by name. I apologize. The Vooch, congrats on winning. Pat's Nation, thank you. Um, James Connolly, thank you. Um, I, who Alex Hills, Alex Helgis, yeah. yeah. Colby Nolan, Colby Nolan, mm-hmm. thank you all for doing that. Um, Stephanie Zawadabaduski. Yeah, all the ones who watched <laughs> oh, that live Stephanie, stream. Stephanie's, that was a good time. That was a good... Yeah, we're going to yeah. get back into some live streams That was a really good time. Um, I remember... A lot of great moments for the End of the Dugout podcast. Yeah, really year. good stuff. Thanks. Now, now let's send it into our highlight episode of the whole entire year of the End of the Dugout podcast. Enjoy. What's up? Welcome to the first ever episode of the End of the Dugout podcast. I'm not even going to look at his stats because he did all that while on the juice. Do you like sports? What? Do I like sports? I like to think I'm a, a sports fanatic, indeed. Do you like concerts? Yeah. Yeah, I, I could go to a concert. Do you like saving money? Well, I guess. Then SeatGeek is the place for you. Welcome to the In the Dugout podcast. Eduardo Rodriguez will finish the year with an ERA under three and the best win-to-loss ratio of all the Red Sox starting pitchers. I just feel like this is his time to break out and have that amazing year. I can I can come up with a trade for Vlad Jr. right now. So let's give him Devers. Let's give mm-hmm. him the Paw Sox. Let's give him the Sea Dogs, the Drive, Salem Red Sox, and the Spinners. I say throw in Tessie, too. I don't know. How about this? How about this? Their choice of 100 Fenway Franks or 100 Fenway Sausages. They gotta take the sausages, man. You can have your franks. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I hate. I hate Luke Voigt. Hate him. Oh my god. The dude hits the ball two hundred ninety feet to right field, and he's he's unbuttoning his, his jersey. He's wearing a he's wearing a youth jersey. If you it look, doesn't to make fit him. Look yeah. Bigger. Yeah. And then he has the chain, a stupid haircut, and he's just pimping. He flips his bat on a ball that's hit two hundred ninety feet to right field. Welcome back to the In the Dugout podcast. All right, we are here with Steve Peralt, a content producer for Bleach Report and the host of the very popular Section 10 podcast. It was tough because we started in my great friend Pete Blackburn's basement, his mom's basement, actually, to be specific. And the funny thing to me is that we would have Boston sports media personalities come down into that basement to do podcasts. And like the second Kirk Minahan's down there, uh, Jimmy Stewart, Jim Murray... I'm like, this is kind of ridiculous. Like, I think we actually have something going here. You signed an actual baby. What's that like? <laughs> the baby signing was hilarious. One of my buddies hit me up. I was like, really, dude? Like, you're signing a baby? As if I'm going around being like, hey, who's got a baby? I want to sign a baby. Like, come on. Like, I'm not, like, looking to sign babies. If David Price sucks in March and April, you know where to find me. I will be on the Twitter machine letting everyone <laughs> know he does not have all the cards. 
And I'll well, come after you defending David Price. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's, that's a promise. What I do, because I'm a loser, is when I come home after drinking, I'll go on eBay and just look for vintage Red Sox stuff. I found this Nomar Rookie of the Year shirt, and it's like brand new. It was from 1997 in, in perfect condition. It was like 20 bucks. I'm like, I'd be a moron to not buy this. And so I kind of forgotten I even bought it. So it was like a surprise Nomar gift that I sent to myself. <laughs> But it, it kind of felt like someone else sent it. So I was like, oh, this is great. Someone knows me really well. It's like, you idiot, you ordered this. But, you know, I'm going to leave you with this, Steve. Uh, if you come after David Price, I'll be there. Welcome back to the In the Dugout podcast. My name is Jason Ward, and I have the pleasure of being joined by a guest host, a Red Sox beat writer for MassLive.com, Christopher Smith. But we also have Mookie Betts, who's going to be a free agent soon. And extension talks with him re- really haven't gotten anywhere. There's no way he's going to sign an extension. I mean, the way that he talks, he's going to free agency. I can guarantee it. I've seen all these things all over Twitter that Rafael Devers is on a mission. And I think that this is going to be the year that he really breaks out and has a great season, puts up some great power numbers, and really um, secures the starting position at third base. Welcome back to the In the Dugout podcast. Garrett, finally. Woo! Okay, so Garrett... Garrett Jacobs-Meyer is finally joining us, um, and he's been pushing for his little segment, Joke of the Week. What do you got? Anyway, guys, so my name's Garrett Jacobs-Meyer. It's a quick introduction. Um, my buddy Scott told me that I should give an introduction about myself. Anyway, my name's Garrett Jacobs-Meyer. I like Red Sox. I like all Boston sports, and I love the Cowboys. Um, my boy Jason joke? Witten's back. <laughs> so... Um, a couple days ago was my birthday, and, uh, and, a, and my, for my birthday, we have a little tradition where we, um, we buy our parents a gift, you know? So I, uh, I bought them a new refrigerator, um, which is an interesting gift, you know, it's expensive, but uh, I thought it was worth it. I really wanted to see their faces light up when they opened it. Um, also, I have a joke for you, uh, Jason. Um, so Jason, why are, the two, uh, why are the two butchers mad at each other? Why? Because they have a lot of beef. Woo! Really good one right there. Anyway, I uh, I told my friend John, he's a butcher, I told him that joke, and uh, he threw a snowball at me, knocked me out cold. You bought your and that's our podcast for this week. <laughs> that's, that's it for this week. <laughs> Jackie Bradley Jr., bold prediction that I don't actually believe in, he's going to win MVP this year. Wow, that's bold. Totally, yeah. totally, bro. I just want to throw that out there in case it happens. I also have a bold prediction, Joey will be selected in the MLB draft. Yankees won't be seeing Jacoby Ellsbury for a while. Because he's dead? I don't know. <laughs> Steve O'Brien is still terrible, just for the record. That was a dandy. Yeah, who says that? <laughs> Steve O'Brien does. And then the other day with Carlos Pena, they were talking about the Phillies GM, who was talking about they were going to spend stupid money this season, and they kept getting it wrong saying silly money. Well, stupid is a bad word. Exactly, that's what I was thinking. Silly, silly. <laughs> so, Jason. Yep. Um, you know Eckersley, right? Dennis, yeah. Um, you like him, correct? Just yes! Misrepresent. Oh, yeah, strikes out the side, four strikeouts. Wow. Anyway, Jason, you remember yeah. when we were at that um, alumni game? Yeah, that was remember, cool. Remember he, uh, he took that selfie with us in it? That was not him, that was Steve Lyons. Oh, it was. <laughs> oh, crap. He, they look the same, don't they? Not even close. No. One has a mustache right. and dark hair, and one doesn't. You're doesn't. full of crap. What? You're full no. of crap. They look identical. No, they, no, they don't. don't. Did you waste all your money buying a fridge for your parents just so you can see their faces <laughs> light up? No need to worry. SeatGeek will give you inexpensive tickets. All right. Uh, any closing comments? This podcast was a dandy. So. <laughs> Welcome back to the In the Dugout podcast. Remember when Jacoby Ellsbury, God rest his soul, used to be uh, a fan <laughs> favorite among amongst Red Sox fans? No, who's that? I, I don't remember. Who are you speaking of? Um, I mean, every day I wonder what in God's name was Ben Charrington thinking, signing Pablo Sandoval, a.k.a. the human whoopie pie, to a five-year, $120 million deal. Do you guys remember when he broke his belt? Does anyone remember that? Yeah. He swung and then he busted the, his belt. Yes. Funniest yes, I thing do. I've ever seen in the professional uh, sports game. But the big thing that I did do in Fort Myers is I got a chance to interview the senior vice president and assistant GM of the Red Sox, Zach Scott. I uh, primarily oversee our baseball research and development department. 
I had an offer for an internship with the Red Sox for 2004 season. At the same time, a friend of mine whose band I would sit in with when they would play in town, they uh, they were signed to a to a major record label and they were going to go tour uh, Japan and, and they asked me to join full time. And yeah, I mean JD's someone that we've always uh, evaluated as one of the best hitters in the game, um, but he's someone that he hits the ball so hard and so frequently so hard. His we can also evaluate a guy's decision making whether he's swinging at the right pitches. So strikeouts aren't all. You get a, the same guy with 170 strikeouts, and they do it very different ways. One guy might be chasing and swinging all the wrong pitches, and the other guy, like a JD, might be that he's just swinging through some pitches, but they were good decisions, and we want to judge whether he's making good swing decisions and good take decisions. You know, when Alex Cora was hired, um, I was fortunate enough to be part of the interview process with several other people in baseball operations, and one of the primary reasons for that was to be able to ask questions about how he planned on utilizing analytics in his job. You know, we have some guys in the high minors that uh, really can impact the baseball, especially Bobby Dahlbeck and Michael Chavis, and they're so far having a really good spring. And, and then we have some some power arms, I think, that could contribute in the near future out of the bullpen, uh, like a Darwin's and Hernandez. Welcome back to the In the Dugout podcast. Honestly, Aaron Judge is really an unattractive looking man <laughs> and because spring training games don't matter like Jason said um, that's what I decided to focus on instead what do you think of Devers batting third no I don't know I I, I don't know do you have a take on this Jason you, t tell me your take all right we're here with Nesson sideline reporter Jemai Webster when you go to Boston man it's just it's just different it's a different feel you know and uh, you recognize it right away. It's like no other sports town in the country. So, you know, I'm blessed to have the opportunity to be covering sports in this town. Now, if you see a ball coming right at your head, do you think you're capable of catching it one-handed Odell style and saving yourself? It depends. If it's like a, <laughs> a softly hit ground ball, I might give it a shot. <clears throat> there was a time this last season too where I tried and it just was coming too fast. So I like, I tried to grab it. Again, it was coming too fast. If I had a glove, I would have certainly got it in. I let it go and it, it, it like hit into the dugout again. And it was also, it like hit ground before. So it was like bouncing towards me. And I just didn't have the heart to do it, man. And I looked next to my left and it's Joe Kelly in the dugout making fun of me. Like, dude, come on. Are you kidding me? You got to grab that with your hand. Who was the athlete that you interviewed as a reporter that you got the most starstruck by? Like, wow, I'm really interviewing this guy right now. Oh, man, that's an easy one. i never forget it. Kobe Bryant. I, uh, I was interning for the CBS station in Los Angeles, and they were like, hey, Shabai, you got to go in the locker room. You got to get sound for us, post-game sound. You know, I'm this college senior, and uh, I'm in the Lakers locker room, but I'm just like, dude, this is Kobe, and there's all these senior reporters around me. He's like, all right. What you guys got? And I'm just like, nobody's saying anything. So I'm like, shoot, man. I guess I got to ask the questions because we need the sound. So I come up with these two quick questions. I don't know. I say, Kobe, you know, you guys did whatever. I don't know the question that I asked, but I hit him with the first question. And he just pauses for a moment. He looks at me like, who the hell is this kid, you know? <laughs> and he's looking around at the other reporters, and then he answers the question, and I have a follow-up to that. So I ask the first two questions in the scrum. And I, you know, I'm just like freaking out the fact that, you know, I'm doing this and then everybody's kind of looking at me and then we proceed with the rest of the interview and, you know, finish up with the post game. And um, I could tell just by looking at him, he was like, you know, this kid, who's this guy, you know, coming in here, asking, you know, first few questions with this, this, this crew or whatever. That's probably the guy I was kind of starstruck by, but I had a job to do and, you know, I came through with it. Uh, any kind of like ending line? Thanks for letting us knock your socks off. We're out. Welcome back to the In the Dugout podcast, but we've got a great guest co-host this week, Red Sox beat writer for MassLive.com, Chris Cotillo. These guys could pitch to me and, and or you and probably be able to get out to the major league level. So, Who's your March Madness pick for this year? I went with Duke. Um, you know, just obviously a great, no, obviously not. Yeah, and I have Carolina over Duke in the national championship game. I think I'd probably die of stress if that happened, but... Um, <laughs> All right, I'm joined now by Noah Zavallis, a pitching prospect for the Milwaukee Brewers. When did you know that you had a no-hitter going, and what was it like to finish it off? That was, a, that was kind of a, um, a special night in a, in a lot of different regards. Most notably, it was a Friday night. For me, I, I actually 
realized, you know, in the first inning that I had something going just because it was the first time in a few starts that I, I had a clean first inning. Um, you, you know, as a pitcher, you, you know, kind of all the way through at every, at every step, uh, when something like that's going on and, you know, kind of towards the, the seventh, it, it starts to set in that you, you've got a chance at history, chance at forever. Welcome back to the In the Dugout podcast. It is opening day. All these people saying the Yankees are going to win the AL East. No, you can't beat this. This team is too good. Wow. I actually had Eduardo Rodriguez, Eddie Aces, as the most winning pitcher on the Red Sox, 17-4. and four. I think it's just his year to break out. Cora called him out saying he needs to do better at this point in his career. Erod knows he needs to do better. I think he will do better this year. Jackie Bradley Jr. He is going to hit 274 with 27 homers, 79 RBIs, and 20 stolen bases. So, <laughs> Jackie Bradley's career average is a 238 average. Yep, he's going to knock that out of the park. Baseball is dumb and bad. This is just... You just call baseball dumb on a baseball podcast? Oh, yes. Well, okay. Baseball is not dumb. Umps are dumb. Live update, ESPN update here. Matt Vaskersian is reading a newspaper in the booth right now. <laughs> well, A-Rod just kind of sits there and purses his lips while he tries to think of something meaningful to say. And then Jess Mendoza says something not meaningful. <laughs> while she smiles like she's going to kill someone. <laughs> Welcome back to the Indigo Podcast. I'm Jason. He's Joey. The Red Sox suck. They look asleep. For the most part, I they really they look lazy. They look like they're still think it's spring training. Yeah. It doesn't look like they're playing the regular season. They're right. not playing hard. They're not giving it their all. They're um, they're not playing smart either. No, and uh, you know pitchers they're missing their spots. All, all the starters are missing their spots. Every single one of them. This really just sluggish start is going to cost them. They're, it's going to hurt them in some way. Right now, every person on this team deserves a smack in the face. Uh, quick question. Yep. Would you be able to edit in one of those swear sensors? Uh, yeah. Okay. Ready? Okay. What the f- is this f- team doing? Let's step it the f- up, win some f- games, and not f- suck anymore, because this is f- It's f- Step it the f- up, and let's win some f- games. Okay. Thanks for listening. That's our podcast for this week. Bye. Welcome back in the Dugout Podcast. So Joey is recording this from Ireland at 1 in the morning, and we're recording this during the Red Sox game. Can I do the ad read? If you're looking for tickets (laughs) to sports or concerts, use SeatGeek. SeatGeek offers you the best ticket prices anywhere when you use the Go uh, dugout. <laughs> Joey, I have a question. Are you are you playing the show right now? I am playing the show right now. Can we like, like hire Big Poppy to like teach them how to play hit? again? Because like, hey, amen. I I thank you very much. I love, I love getting ball hard. You know, I want to thank my family. I want to thank my friends. Um, okay, I just want to take a second to talk about... <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I hit it into the bullpen in the holograms. Can we just have Jerry Remy and Don Arcillo back in the booth, please? Mm-hmm. I was watching um, a random game from 2014. They were talking about what Xander eats for breakfast, and Orsillo was like, yeah, one thing I've noticed with all these players is they all eat breakfast. I don't do that, and I feel terrible. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Matt Barnes just blew the game. It's tied 5-5 now because he gave up a homer. Of course it is. <laughs> so, um... So, uh, it's not even good. The Red Sox had a 5 to nothing lead in this game, and now they're tied 5-5 in the eighth. Oh, Michael Chavis is up. Michael Chavis is batting. Major League debut. Dinger right here. Okay, let's tune in live here. Live audio. Here's one of Dave O'Brien's silent moments. One two pitch again with one out, one runner on. Doing O'Brien's job here. Hold on, one two pitch. Here it comes. Oh, I'm watching. Boy, dude, uh, uh, over! Oh, it's over Kiermaier's head. Holy Jimmy crap! Oh, 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 I'm watching now. I'm watching now. First major league hit. Go, go, go. Michael Chavis. Let's go. 
Welcome Play to the show, kid. Play him every single day. Double his major league appearance in a tie game in the ninth Jesus with two Christ. strikes. Against Give the best team in baseball. On that. Give me an exit velo on that. 99 over the plate. He loses it. He is strong. I saw him in Lowell. He was doing his thing. Oh, oh my God, Andrew Oh, it's foul. I'm looking for some lollipops right now. Joey. I'm done. Yeah. I really like your... Uh, what happened? <laughs> I did that one on purpose. Just, what they did put you like? on. That's dumb. Oh, bad. hi, Joey. I forgot you were here. I didn't realize. I was on mute. I was, I've been talking for the past, like, 10 minutes. Welcome back to the In the Dugout podcast. Raphael Devers. He has a 294 average and a 381 OBP. Zero homers. He's eight doubles, but zero homers. I feel like if we kept Travis Shaw and put him on the mound, he'd be better than Tyler Thornburg. <laughs> Probably. And then, and then, get this. We take Thornburg and we stick him in the trash compactor from Star Wars <laughs> just so we can hear him scream. This next question is from, is from Tax Sauce Bangerski. <laughs> if every other... MLB player was a donut. Vasquez like has that aura of like a munchkin. Like he's so short and like chunky. <laughs> and I remember seeing him out on the game that we went to. It was kind of funny, kind of humorous to watch him. If every player in the majors is a donut. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm joined by CJ Chatham, shortstop in the Red Sox organization, and number nine Sox prospect. Thank you so much for coming on, CJ. Yeah, no problem. It's like it's great to be here. Who else that you've played with in the minors do you think has a great shot to be that guy in the MLB like Michael Chavis has been this year? Well, I mean, Bobby, um, he's, you know, got maybe the most pop I've ever seen tall fields. And uh, I think he's, you know, for sure going to be a big leaguer and have a huge impact, you know, on the game. I played with Sonny Michelle, the Patriots. Uh, he actually, in the fall of high school, he was like a pinch runner. He ended up like tweaking his hamstring. So they uh, they shut it down immediately. Yeah. And he went back, back over to football. But yeah, he's he's awesome. He's a great dude. So I was in a couple classes with them too. I'm going to do whatever it takes, you know, just to help the team win. Like that's just kind of player I am, you know, no matter what position or anything, you know, it's a great organization and, you know, hopefully get there one day and play, you know, anywhere and play as hard as I can every day. Uh, see you next week. Raphael Devers! He's in Homer! What? Get back on the mics! Get back on the mics! Raphael Devers just hit his first home run of the 2019 Red Sox season. Look how surprised he looks. <laughs> He's like, oh my god, I finally did it! Woo! Oh my god, dead center. Yeah, so we were talking on this podcast how he didn't hit a homer on the whole entire season yet, and then he hit a homer. That's just perfect. Welcome back to the In the Dugout podcast. There's not much to say about this bullpen other than it just it stinks. It it just it does, and I hate and I hate to do that, but it they it, it stinks. Like this could be the way that it's going to be all season is these ups and downs of the bullpen, ups and downs of the team, and I think that's more likely is that it's just going to be up and down season. Yeah, that won't win you a ring. As of right now, like I'm saying, there's no way the Red Sox repeat. It's either going to be agree. the Astros or the Yankees coming out of the out, out of the AL. If I had to choose one, it's the Astros. Put it like this. Would you rather have John Farrell back? I'd rather have a chair managing the team than John Farrell. Yeah. Welcome back to the In the Dugout podcast. Do they have concerts on SeatGeek? They do have concerts. I really want to see Young Gravy in concert. Well, you can get those tickets on SeatGeek. Yo, Young Gravy's new album, Straight Fire. Juice, sauce, a little bit of dressing. <laughs> Eduardo Rodriguez is leading the staff in wins, which I kind of called at the beginning of the season. You're probably the best baseball analyst of all time. Uh, Did you oh, guys know? A good one I have here. a fun fact for the air. I have a fun fact for the air. Fun fact from Garrett. Yep. Did you guys know that in communist China, they banned every single house pet except for cats? Because the cats, you know, they meow. And it sounds like Mao, which is the first name of Mao Zedong, who is the chairman of communist China. Fun facts from GJ Cool. All right, continue. How's your English accent? Pretty horrible, mate. Pretty good. That's Australian. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the In the Dugout podcast. Uh, Red Sox, they're actually doing pretty well. They've won six straight games. Five. They've won five straight games. By the way, um, Mike Showering. 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 How do you pronounce that? You don't know either. Welcome back to the In the Dugout podcast. 
in my rideshare to the airport, uh, the couple that was going with us, they were actually going to the airport to fly to London for the London series. I bet they didn't enjoy that trip. I certainly didn't. <laughs> there were a lot of runs scored, but we did not score the ma- majority of them. <laughs> right, because that's how baseball games work, guys, just in case we're not clear. There were a lot of runs scored, but they scored more of those lot of runs, so we lost <laughs> yeah. those lot of games. Yeah. But the bullpen, 18 blown saves. We had 20 all of last season. It's the all-star break. Yeah. This is ridiculous. I don't understand how you go blaming the starting pitchers when the Red Sox, as an organization, from the end of last year, have refused to spend the money on relief pitchers. They, We knew it was going to happen. They straight up refused to. They wouldn't. They're pinching pennies this entire time, and then you go blame your starters, who carried you to a World Series last year anyway, when you refuse to spend the money to help. Right. Like the One of the reasons they even had a shot at that World Series last year was because of Chris Sale and Nathan Eovaldi and David Price and Rick Porcello. Like... You can't go throwing these guys under the bus who won you a World Series last year when they have ups and downs. Every pitcher struggles at some point. No pitcher is a perfect pitcher. Dave Dombrowski is placing unrealistic expectations on the starting pitchers based on what he saw last year and just because they're not matching up with the same thing this year. You save your butt because you want the organization to hire you again. You want the Red Sox to give you your fat paycheck, but you can't build a bullpen that can pitch. It's pathetic. You have every number to back up. The Red Sox bullpen is crap. Look at the stats. You are intelligent people. You are an intelligent man. Look at every single number that exists. It is not that hard. It's not just the entire Red Sox fan base is going crazy. Mass hysteria. They think the Red Sox bullpen's bad when it really is not that bad. Every number points to you and your bullpen that you built sucks. Welcome back to the In the Dugout podcast. Yeah, so let's get to Andrew Kashner. So he is obviously from the Orioles, uh, ironically, because we said last episode, (laughs) we don't want anyone from the Orioles. Yeah. And look what Dave Dombrowski did. Um, Yeah, what I said last week, if we have to look around for players on the Orioles to help our team, we're not in a great spot. The one thing that concerns me is I feel like this kind of satisfies Dombrowski in a way that it shouldn't. That's what I hate. Dombrowski's like, oh, I did one little thing. I'm done now. It's okay, though, because we did get rid of the worst guy on the team. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't get to talk about this yet. Tyler Thornburg was released by the Red Sox. The Tyler Thornburg era is finally over. I'm so happy about this. What an L for the Red Sox organization. I know, seriously. All right, we're here with Nick Decker and Nick Northcutt in the dugout podcast, literally in the dugout here. But, you know, for me, this is something I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted to be a professional baseball player. That was the dream I had when I was nine years old is, you know, I want to be a professional baseball player. And when I got the opportunity to kind of start chasing my dream, I couldn't pass it up. In spring training, being able to be around those guys, J.D., Mookie, the best guys in the league, it's just surreal. You get to learn from them and you get to see how they go about their business, what it takes to be a world championship kind of team, kind of player. Um, It's just couldn't ask for anything better, couldn't ask to be on a any other organization, this is just a dream come true. Um, I got to face Rick Porcello as well and um, in a live BP, and I just hear a couple guys talking behind me, and I turn around, and it's Pedro Martinez. Like To be like around him, just to hear what he has to say, for him to be there just watching a live BP, I mean, it was pretty awesome. It's surreal to just like think about the history of the organization, the guys that come back every spring training, David Ortiz, Pedro, for them to be around there, like it's just... Those are the guys you grew up watching on TV, idolizing. I mean, it's just awesome. I'll do whatever it takes to win the game. If it's going 0 for 0 with a couple of walks or a couple of sack flies, whatever, a couple of sack bunts, I'll do whatever it takes to win the game. Which current or former MLB players do you think you're the best comparisons to? Um, I'll let Northcott answer for me. I'll answer for him. Ooh. Sounds good. For Decker, I would say Decker's like a beefy Cody Ballinger. For sure. I'll take that. I like it. <clears throat> For Nick, he's kind of been doing, like, he's reminded me of Arenado a little bit in the box with his feet. So I think I'm going to go with that. Uh, and he can pick it defensively. Um, he might have to grow a few inches. Uh, but, um, yeah, he, he can definitely swing and can pick it at third. So that's a good comparison, I think. I know that the minor league life is kind of tough, you know, with the bus rides and all that. So what's been the most difficult part to adjust to? 
Well, I would say definitely this past road trip. Um, we got back this morning at 6 a.m. and we're here today, uh, getting ready to play a ball game tonight. So, what's your go-to thing to do? Like, are you sleeping or are you gaming out on your phone? Oh, well, I mean, now that I finished watching Stranger Things, I feel lost on the bus. I mean, ultimately, I want to get to the big leagues as quick as possible and help them win another championship. So, I mean, that's the goal, and um, I just want to let them know that they're going to get everything they have out of me. Yeah, I mean, for me, you just just try to be an impact. Um, just whether that's on or off the baseball field, try to impact uh, somebody's life, some some people's lives, whether that's being an inspiration to them as a, as a baseball player or or off the field as, as, a, as a man. So... Just for me, um, you're going to get 110% every single day. Uh, you know, come out here just trying to learn as much as I can, whether it's, you know, learning how to hit a curveball or, you know, learning how to do some laundry at the hotel. So They were on fire after we talked to them. Yeah, Nick Decker, the game um, after we talked to him, he had a homer, a three-run homer that was deciding homer in that game. And then the next day, Nick Northcutt walked it off. So, I mean... So here's the solution, basically. Um, so the Red Sox, obviously, <laughs> they struggle immensely. Mookie Betts has not been good. Chris Sale has not been good. Here's our solution. Let us interview Chris yeah. Sale and Mookie Betts in the Red Sox dugout. Yeah, come on the podcast and you will be good. That's just how it works. Yeah, exactly. So just let us interview you. It'll be, it'll be great. Welcome back to the In the Dugout podcast. We're recording this on a ping pong table. Joey is on the phone in the deep woods of New Hampshire outside of a restaurant. It was one of Sales' bad starts, you know? Like, there are some starts where his fastball caps at 90, and, like, that's mediocre cheese, you know? You can't dominate on that. It, like, we gave, we gave him his iron, and now it's his turn to go get, like, go get his hair back on his fastball, you know? We gave him that huge contract. It's, I don't know what's going on. He's just tossing salad, you know? And when, when he pitches into trouble, he, he starts grooving, get me over sliders, get me over change-ups, and they're just... They're launched. He gets his lunch when that happens, you know. I didn't know we had Dennis Eckersley on the podcast. When, when he walks, when he walks, people, it's branch work, you know. <laughs> it, like it really is. Yeah, in all seriousness, though, I've been listening to way too much Dennis Eckersley. <laughs> there's a there's a little thing on MLB tonight right now. Drew Pomeranz drawing trade interest from who? <laughs> <laughs> What's the woo? The woo, the No way. Why? I hated watching that game. Why? I think the whole thing with A Rod and the cake it made me so oh my mad. God. Oh, it was I can't terrible. even describe but it. But you know what? Uh, yeah. Mad Dog Christopher Russo was going off on this on uh, MLB Network. He was like, "Can I just sit on my couch and watch a baseball game and enjoy the baseball game, eating my sausage and pasta without having this nonsense on my television screen?" It was like in the middle of something important too. I I yeah, don't remember what I it know. was. Don't quote me to that. But I and remember being like genuinely angry. Working. I. <laughs> ESPN Sunday Night Baseball is just an overall they suck. disaster. I hate them. If they didn't have Matt Beth Scurgeon, I would actually not watch. <laughs> I, same. They kept milking. And you know the what? Whole... He's having a bit of a down year. I don't think ESPN likes him getting overly excited. They don't. They're don't... ruining Matt Beth Scurgeon. Which how do you how do you even do that? Matt I Scurgeon... know. Jess Mendoza. <laughs> I'm sorry. She sucks. It's not even because she's a woman. She just has no idea what she's talking about. Like, <laughs> yeah, she starts she, she starts a sentence and doesn't know where it's going. She said there is not a bad seat in Fenway Park. At the game I was at, you there was a guy sitting behind a pole. pole. He was looking directly at a pole, straight on, nothing else, couldn't even see the field. How is that not a bad seat in the house? I mean, she just starts a sentence. It. She's like, you know, Mookie Betts is... He's a great player, and you know why he's a he, great player? Because he, he plays out there. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my. Promo code DUGOUT. How do you spell it? D-U-G. D-U-G. <laughs> and you yep. can see from your seat, so you won't have to sit behind the pole. Yep. The Red Sox have to keep their heads. Um, because just keep going. Yeah, just keep going. Uh, because the race does not always go to the swift, but to the you ones what we gotta who do? keep running. we got to come up with a catchphrase for the rest of the season. But it ain't over till it's over. Always have a no. plan and believe I, in it. Thinking, Nothing happens by accident. More of like a a great baseball player is the one who will take a chance. Big champions keep playing until they get it right. Never give up.
So there's a wall um, of just sports quotes right next to us right here, so we're just going down the list here. How You're never this? a loser until you quit Win trying. a lot more. The thrill that's, isn't that's in the winning, the it's in the, the doing. I'm sorry, Joe. We repeat everything you just said. Nice. Welcome back to the mm-hmm. Dugout Podcast. My name is Jason Ward, a.k.a. Red Sox Dugout. I'm alongside Joey Nagel, and it is 420 on the day of the trade deadline, and the Red Sox got no one. No one at all. I don't understand how they can't get a single reliever for that bullpen. It's so obvious how bad the bullpen is, and they get no one to fix it. The bullpen has a 518 ERA in July. 518 combined. Absolutely brutal. And they blow game after game. They're blowing saves. They have the most blown saves in the league. The majority of the times that the Red Sox lose a game is because the bullpen did something to lose it. 18 blown saves. That's the difference in the division right now. It is. Dombrowski's talking right now and saying that he's not disappointed. The prices were too high. He says they had a lot of opportunities to make trades if we wanted them. Why didn't you want them? We need help. We weren't even rumors at all today. There was one time, one time that the Red Sox were mentioned by all of these guys covering the trade deadline, and that was just to say that the Red Sox probably aren't getting Edwin Diaz. The only rumor at all was that we're not getting someone. Let's see, who got better? The Indians got better. The A's got better. The Rays got way better. All Those of them the made deals. in front of us. That's what you do as a contending team. You make deals to get better so you can win and make it somewhere. But he's lazy. He gave up on the season. He literally just said, if we were closer to first place, I would have been open-minded to doing more things. This is your fault! The point is that we're not close to first place, which is why you need to acquire guys to get closer to it. Better because of you. Jesus Christ. I can't believe that just happened. I can't. You lose Kimbrell in the offseason, you lose Kelly in the offseason, and you bring in Colton Brewer. Then Brazier, it was a fluke year. He's in AAA, riding pine, riding on the bus. All over the International League. He sucks now. You got lucky with Brazier. And you just you cheaped out on Kimbrell. Look. When he's going to get the same amount of money as a Baldy. And you put a Baldy in the pen. They went into the season thinking Brazier would be amazing. Thornburg would be amazing. Brew would be amazing. None of those guys have been amazing. And only one of them is left on the team. That's the point when you have to go out and trade for someone. Because what you tried didn't work. The end of this season is going to be a real smack in the face. Mm-hmm. Dave yeah, Dabrowski, I hate you. Sucks. Get out, get out of here. Get out of the city. Just leave. You are, di- you are a disgrace. See you later. <laughs> See you in hell. Uh, good riddance. I will pay for your flight out of here. You're flying coach, though. Welcome back to the In the Dugout podcast. What's crack it lacking, brothers and sisters? We just did that intro like five different times before we actually got to that one because Garrett wanted to have a special intro. Special, and that's what he came up with. It's GJ Cool, by the way. Dave O'Brien, some of the most exciting moments of the whole entire season happened in this series, and he sounded like he was about to fall asleep. Raphael Devers, he went six for six with four doubles in that second game against the Indians, and when he got the two-run double to go four for four, here was Dave O'Brien's call for that. There's a line shot at the left field, headed back toward the wall, sailing back it goes, off the wall, another run is in, Bradley scores, right behind it, Mookie Betts, he scores, Raphael Devers is 4 for 4, and the Red Sox lead it 6 to 1. It sounds like he's adding up his restaurant bill. That's what he sounds like as he's announcing Raphael Devers going 4 for 4. It's the same tone of voice that he uses when we are down uh, by like 2 or 3 touchdowns. The key thing here is Andrew Kashner is a redhead. Who was the last Red Sox closer to be a redhead? I can't think of it's any. It's a very I simple question. No, it, I is don't a know. Very, it is a very simple question. No, I we'll don't let, we'll let you. His, we'll name, let you. his name rhymes with Preg Timbrel. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I can't think of it. I have no idea. I hate redheaded people. His nickname people. was Dirty Craig. Never mind. I don't don't edit that out. I don't hate redheaded people. We're perfectly inclusive of all hair colors on the In the Dugout podcast. Craig Kimbrell sucks this year. Andrew Kashner hasn't allowed a single run as a reliever. So, I also I mean, guarantee you he will not allow a single base runner today. Yeah. I yep. can second that guarantee. Yep. I believe that the redheaded man who I love so much, redheaded people, <laughs> shout out to redheaded people doing so much, <laughs> much hard work. Love, much love. Really contributing to society. Anyway, Yankees are going to get Garrett Cole. 
But you yeah. think so? Yeah. I think so, too. I do. Really? They need another guy in the rotation, and they're so not too. afraid to pay up for him. This is what you have to do. You get John Henry, you get Sam Kennedy, you get Dave Dombrowski, sit down in you an do office. You do something illegal. You and sit you... down in the office with Mookie Betts, <laughs> and you tell him. Illegal, <laughs> and you damper, and you make him come yes, back. Yes, yes. You pay him money to you come back. You feed him listen, all the fresh lobster listen, he wants listen, from the Boston Seacoast. Listen. Lobster. You shove it down his throat. Lobster. Hey, Mookie, come over here. I have some lobster for you. Okay, listen. And butter. Listen. Top five ways to cook zucchini. <laughs> I like my zucchini <laughs> grilled on my grill. I like mine sautéed. I like mine... Roasted in the oven. Fried. You can also toast them. Roast on a toaster. Toast them. I have a toaster oven. Once I burned yeah. taco shells with a toaster oven, you, I almost well, set my house on, you got a, on fire. You got a, I did that too, actually. It was black and like melting. It was Yeah, bad. but mine started on fire and started burning. And it was <laughs> mine really was bad. smoking. It was smoking. Yeah, the flames were touching the, the <laughs> wooden countertops above where I had the thing <laughs> sitting. Because I went to the other room and my brother's like, Garrett, Garrett, what's going on? This isn't good. We took tongs and we took them out on flame, like on fire. We took them out. It was <laughs> you should have chased them around with it. Is it time for the Red Sox Whoa, to rebuild, or is it just another case of a World Series handover? Handover. Handover. <laughs> it's pronounced Andover. Andover. Both of you. Not um, North Andover. North Andover. Anyways, up there. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Let the Big Dog Bark, where Joey Nagel gives his take on. Glaber Torres has 26 home runs this year. Is this your rant? 13 against the Orioles. The Orioles are a double-A team. I think this is rant, guys. And then you got you got Eric Huberman on Twitter. He's going nuts. He's like, Glaber, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Glaber, Gio Urshela, oh my god. Mike Talkman, whose nickname is The Sock Man. What kind of nickname is that? The Sock Man. That's been bugging me. That That has been bugging me for weeks. How stupid Yankees Twitter is in general. Yankees fans are... I can't say that. Uh, they are they are a waste of space in the baseball community. They, they're they like, oh my God, so good. 27 championships. We the best. 27. Dar- we the Chita. best music. A-Rod. Like, all, all that. Like, come on now. What are we doing? You, the, Baseball is supposed to be a game for smart people. I, to me, anyway, there is a mental side to it. That's why us three are sitting in a basement talking about it because it's a game for smart people. Yep. Anyway, about shout the out Expos. Joey. Shout out Joey. Just as well. Man. This was Joey's first time in studio recording a podcast. This is our twenty-first episode. You get to hear but his he obnoxious made voice. He made it even clearer now. You get to hear Joey in higher quality. <laughs> wow, that's like Christmas all over again. That's like <laughs> Christmas and my birthday. <laughs> anyway, about the Expos. Patch. You guys almost done? I want to wrap this up. Wrap no. this up? Did someone say wrap? No, I'm week? GJ Cool. I've got friends galore. You may have a lot of friends, but I've got much more. I'm the super duper scoop. Come on, ice cream scoops. GJ Cool, my friend, is the one with the loot because I'm a hot dumpster. I used to be your brother. And if you talk crap, I'll... <laughs> <laughs> one second. <laughs> Green Monster is the wall. <laughs> um, Rick Porcello is very tall. Six foot four. He is. He stands high. Can he say that? Can he say that on, on air? Can he, he say that? He definitely can't say that. I'm cutting all of this. <laughs> My rap was good. Welcome back to the In the Dugout podcast. All right, Joey and I are out here for the 10th inning game at Fenway. It is hot. But uh, we're three rows back from home plate here. Um, I don't really know what's going to happen, but you'll get our commentary throughout. So let's do this. Let's go! One, two, three inning. Let's walk this off. Time to win it. We're pinch hitting and pitch running. This is how you win ball games, folks. Yeah. time Chris Owings has pinch run, he was doubled off. Yeah, so this may not end well, but we'll see what happens here. Hit the ball hard, Sam! Oh, they're intentionally walking. They intentionally walked Sam Travis. Oh, get down! Get down! Yeah! And they win it! Let's go! And it's a 12-minute walk-off win. Easy win. Easy win. Let's go to San Diego now. All right, I'm on the phone with Ellen Carabas, mother of Jared Carabas. Ellen, thanks for joining me. How are you today? I'm good. Thanks for having me. In 2004 when um, the Red Sox were down three to nothing against the Yankees. We had tickets to the game that night for 
for the um, fourth game. And when we originally t- got the tickets, my husband and I were fighting over who was going to be able to go with Jared because it was hands down. <laughs> it was a given that Jared was taking one of the tickets. We had been up in Gloucester all day. Jared played a doubleheader up there and it was freezing. So we came home and Jared was all excited, getting ready to go to the game. And so my husband said to me, well, what time are you leaving? I said, I'm not going, you're going. <laughs> so now now neither one of us wanted to go. So Jared came um, upstairs from his room and he was decked out in Red Sox gear <laughs> from head to toe. He had the finger, he had everything. And so he's like, come on, let's go. So he said to my husband, is that what you're wearing? So my husband said, no, I'm going to put on a suit because we're going to the Red Sox funeral. <laughs> so when you see people lining up to meet Jared and all these people idolizing your son, what's that like for you as a mother? It's incredible. It's mind-blowing. I mean, because to me, he's just Jared. To see him interact with all these people is just, it's incredible. And I'm so happy for him. Welcome back to the In the Dugout podcast. We have, what, what's the stat here? I think we have like a 9% chance of making the playoffs according which, to Fangraphs. Which is, is uh, okay, listen, these up. percents are, Jason, these it percents are It changes like every hour. They're, they're <laughs> big, stinky poop on the sidewalk. <laughs> it's, they don't mean anything. Julice Chassin, I think I said that right. The former Brewers pitcher who they signed to a minor league deal. <laughs> what Garrett? That's, that's not, it's, I don't think that's right. It's Yolis Chassin. That's what no, it is. No, it's actually no. It's Yolis. I saw a video of him pronouncing it. Yolis Chassin. That's what it is. I saw a video of him pronouncing it himself I have, on I have YouTube. Proof. Listen to this. Joelis Chasen. It's not Joelis Chasen. <laughs> Who what? would win in a fight, John Farrell or Dave Dombrowski? Um, yeah, John. Farrell. John Farrell, without a doubt. Dave Dombrowski would try to like talk his way out of it, and then just it wouldn't make sense. Hey, hey, hey! I have money. I have money. I have money. Oh, what I would like to see is them to have like a debate. Now that'd be interesting because John Farrell, John Farrell just contradict himself and David Dombrowski <laughs> would just make stuff up. <laughs> I don't really know what's happening right now. Tony Romo here, take a knee and listen up. I just want you to know how proud of you I am. Showing up every week, Corona in hand, ready to watch the daylights out of a game. It's inspiring. You inspire me. I'm on the verge of inspirational tears. So before I lose it, Lime's in for the win. Go get him. Okay, I have no idea what just happened. Yeah, All of a sudden, I. I just saw like Garrett's eyes light up, and he pulled out, <laughs> he pulled out his phone and started typing in Tony Romo, and then he just called Tony Romo. So. I have Tony Romo as a contact. Ave Colham, start bench cut. Clay Buckles, Pablo Sandoval, Drew Pomerantz. Start Buckles. That may be my favorite question of all time on this podcast. <laughs> 100% start Clay Drew. Um, and then, that's, that's Clay Buckles. I, I understood. <laughs> um, and then bench Pomeranz because he had the one good year. And and then just like... Sending them off to the moon. Making him... Making him putting yeah, locking the trash him in a, compactor. Locking him in a room, making him listen to the uh, f- the final countdown over and over again. <laughs> At least that would be my hell. But um, I don't know Why? about anyone else. <laughs> Which wildcard team has the best shot at making the World Series? Uh, he gives some examples... A's, Rays, Indians, Red Sox. <laughs> I like how you call them examples. <laughs> they are. In theory, any team could be a wildcard team, Jason. They're no, examples. The, the Orioles can't. The yes, they can. They're eliminated. Give me the fan graphs on the Orioles. <laughs> 1800. Yep. Dot 411. Mm-hmm. Dot pain. P A I N. Yeah. Asks, All do right. you know any good meatloaf recipes? Hey, I promise you, I will DM you my mom's meatloaf recipe. I'm taking a picture of Jason's phone right now. I will prom- I promise I will DM you good meatloaf recipe. I love, I love sports because <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw something. That is going to be a it quote. Just, <laughs> Where are you going with this? It, it just, sports are good, dude. There's like, That's there's like the a quote. <laughs> Welcome back to the In the Dugout podcast. My name is Jason Ward, a.k.a. Red Sox Dugout. I'm alongside Alex Jefferson and Garrett Jacobsmeyer. Hello, everyone. I'm Alex Jefferson. And, and I'm, I'm Garrett Jacobsmeyer. And the Red Sox have been eliminated from playoff contention. Darn it. Since the first game of the whole entire season against the Mariners where we got beat, we kept waiting for the team to heat up. We kept waiting for them to click and bounce 
into that form they were in 2018. They just never did it. We kept waiting and waiting and waiting, and boom, the season's over, and they're not in the playoffs. All right, I'm on the phone with Pat Light, former Red Sox reliever. When you first stepped on that mound and you threw your first pitch, what was that like? Was there a little extra adrenaline behind that one? Oh, definitely. Um, honestly, you're just you're just trying to you're out there and you're now you're competing, but in the beginning you're kind of a little tentative, so you're just trying to get outs. There was more that goes into your debut than just let me get out there and get us a win. It's more, you know, oh my God, I'm here. You're looking up at, you know, you know, 50,000 people instead of, you know, 10,000 in AAA. So it's, there's a lot more that goes into it. But I remember being on the mound um, and Dustin Pedroia calling timeout and coming up to me uh, in the middle of the inning and was just kind of, kind of watched me through and say, listen, man, you're throwing strikes. You're going after hitters. They're just hitting it right now, man. So um, don't worry about it. Just keep doing what you're doing. And, you know, that kind of comedy, yeah, I think I got out of the inning pretty quickly after, after PD came in, but did that, so um, that that was a that was a big thing for me. Fans look at us like you know we're zoo animals. <laughs> you know, any anytime we get up in the dugout, you know we're going to get a drink of water. It's like all all hundred thousand of them are just staring at you, watching and whispering about what you're doing. And you're like, yeah, I'm just getting a glass of water, man. I don't, <laughs> you don't need to watch this. Yeah, I gave up you know thousand runs, you know thirty three <laughs> home runs. So I think a couple of them are probably still going. Um, and, but I got to say at the end of the day that Mike, I struck out Mike Trout. Or I even I got the chance to pitch against Albert Pujols, you know those were those are crazy things, and that's what you worked for your whole life. And I think when you get the time to kind of sit down and take it all in, that's when you kind of realize how cool uh, of a thing that you were able to do. Okay, now let's talk about the biggest news in the time between recording podcast. Dave Dombrowski is no longer with the Red Sox. They fired him. I mean, you can't be mad at him for doing that. That's what we wanted. The whole point of the game is to build up a team to win the World Series, and that's exactly what he did. It was just his time to move on. It was time for the Red Sox to move on to someone else who can maintain this young core. We don't need a Dave Dombrowski to get us all-star players and build up our team because we already have that. He already did that. So now it's time for someone to move on to a different kind of approach to the organization. In sports, you have deals and you have moves that define a team for the next decade or even more something like trading Mookie Betts is one of those things it's one of those make or break kind of deals next question um this one from Garrett Jacobs Meyer just says you ugly <laughs> I'll let you take that one um you know I, I do get that from some people I don't know who you is in this context but I guess because <laughs> I'm reading the question that might be me um you know what man if you're really so insecure about yourself that you have to call other people ugly to make yourself feel better, I'm just going to let you live your life. <laughs> Welcome back to the In the Dugout podcast. Back, 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 back Joey! Joey's back. Yeah, I'm back. That's right, Joey is back. It is the award show. We're going to be handing out awards to the Red Sox players, and we're also going to revisit some of our preseason predictions. Uh, the Pablo Sandoval Award. Woo! My favorite award for the worst player. Kick it off, Alex. The whole bullpen, besides Brandon <laughs> Workman, gets this award from me. Um, literally could never do anything helpful. <laughs> so we were talking about the Orioles in that episode, and here you go. They had Andrew Kashner as their opening day starter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All these people saying the Yankees are going to win the AL East. No. You can't beat this. This team is too good. This team is too good. They are too good. Uh-oh. I mean, to be- Stinky. <laughs> Jackie Bradley Jr. He is going to hit 274 with 27 homers, 79 RBIs, and 20 stolen bases. I think, I think he's going to have a monster year. Oh, oh no! no! There you go. A monster year. Monster 75. Well, <laughs> he was so bad it was scary. I can tell you tried to relish your arse by... What? With your preface. Stop using big words. Yeah, I was Garrett, just trying to impress Joey. Wow. I actually had Eduardo Rodriguez, Eddie Aces, as the most winning pitcher on the Red Sox. 
So Good job. Jason's been bragging about that for, I don't know, like... Because it's the only one I got correct. <laughs> so, I'm in the mood to sing Sweet Caroline right now. Is there anything else we Honestly, want to Honestly, that's a good way to end it off. Bosox Rocks. I want to shout out Bosox Rocks because I like him. Reaching out. Touching me. Touching you. Da, 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 Sweet Caroline. Bum, bum, bum. Good times never seem so good. So good, so good, so good. All right, let's go. God, we're better than Duke's All Men Chorus. Welcome back to the In the Dugout podcast. The Red Sox have found a new head of their baseball operations, Hyam Bloom. He's going to be the chief baseball officer. Andrew Kashner, are we going to re-sign him? He can, he can go duck hunting for all, for all I care. Bye-bye. The answer is no. What are you going to say? I had to think of who Andrew Kashner was. I, <laughs> <laughs> we had him for, what, half a season? The guy from Duck I mean, Dynasty. We, I remember having him for half a season, making fun of him, loving him, and then making fun of him again. It was a roller coaster with Andrew <laughs> Kashner. Our guy, Julius Chassin. Julius, Julius Jason? Jason? That guy? Yeah, are we resigning him? I don't know. No. 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 <laughs> okay. Imagine actually speaking to Shyam. Shame. We would have to, what, we would have to pronounce Hi-um. his name. Hi-um. 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 Should the Red Sox get jo- uh, Jose Abreu? That'd be Jose cool. Abreu. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to pronounce it like they pronounce it on TV. I was doing my uh, best. Jose so Jose was bad. I admit that it was a little slow. It sounded French. It's because it's I'm way smarter than I speak. Because I'm so intelligent <laughs> that I think so much faster I'm way than it comes out of my than mouth. I speak. <laughs> It's Shame easier bloom. to say Hiam. Hiam Bloom. Hiam Bloom. Hiam Bloom. It's like that he can introduce himself that way. Hi, I'm Bloom. <laughs> I love this guy. Welcome back to the In the Dugout podcast. JD Martinez stands for staying in Boston Martinez. I would concur with that. JD Martinez. How long did it take you to think of that? That's actually kind of good. I like that. Is it though? Staying no. well, the I. What's his middle name? Ingram. Okay, Garrett. Ignow? No, Garrett. He meant the JD stands for staying in Boston. Oh wait, never mind. JD J or D doesn't work with that at all. Never yeah, mind. Okay. Um. <laughs> Continue. My point was JD Martinez decided to opt into his contract, <laughs> so he will be staying in Boston next year. I mean, he looks like a nutcracker. Who, Dan Shaughnessy? Dan Shaughnessy. Um, like chill with the, the ad hominem here. Uh, we focus solely on arguments, and we don't attack character. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You absolute loser of a man. <laughs> 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 Going back to why sports reporters suck, oh, okay. Oh, they God. threw this line. They're, they're fishing. When you go fishing, sometimes when you're moving your spot, man, we sucked here in this fishing spot. So I'm just going to toss in my line. And I'm going to let my dad motorboat the way. I mean, trolling or whatever they call it. I'm not a big fisherman. I catch bass once in a while at my lake down the street. Anyway, this reporter tosses in his line. Famous reporter, what's his name? Give it to me. Dan Shaughnessy. Dan Shaughnessy. Bam. Boston Globe. Front page of the sports section. Mookie Betts is good, but a tad overrated was how he says it. Tossing in his line. Boston reporters are especially this way. This guy is a stud. Don't, just because he's leaving, lower everyone's expectations. Just because he's leaving, make people think that he's going to, oh, he's not that good. Oh, I don't feel so bad that one of these generational talents left. It's trying to get that tiny little fish. Okay, maybe you can use it for bait later. You're not catching crap. He hits big dongs with little bats. <laughs> the Vooch asks, The Vooch. Vooch. Who's winning our fantasy league? And then the, the idiotic part is he said, hint. Me. So as in wrong, him, not me. Wrong. Um I'm three and seven. And I may be in last place in my division. But I am coming for that championship. If I win my next two, I may or may not jump in as that sixth seed in the playoffs. Jason I still have a chance to go five hundred. I'm just saying I'm, Jason I'm walks in the playoffs. Up to me today, and he's like, Garrett, Garrett, if I win my next two games, I can make the playoffs. I'm like, Jason, what if you don't win your next two games? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> this segment is called Call to the bullpen. The biggest question facing the Red Sox right now, and really the only thing to actually talk about with the Red Sox, is what's going to happen with Mookie Betts. So, let's... let's. <laughs> oh, you're calling someone? Let's call the bullpen and, and see what they think. Who's the bullpen? 
Thank you for calling Papa John's. How can I help you? Yeah, I just have a question. Um, do you think that Mookie Betts will be traded by the Red Sox? Um, I don't know. If you just had to give like a yes or a no. Uh, um, yes. All right, thank you very much. Papa John says Mookie Betts is going to get traded, so there you have it. All right. Shall we, <laughs> shall we get a second opinion? <laughs> Shout out Papa John. I think we should. Um, Shout out Papa John's. Let's get another opinion here. Yeah, uh, do you think that the Red Sox are going to trade Mookie Betts this offseason? I'm sorry, you did what? Welcome back to the In the Dugout podcast. My name is Jason Ward, a.k.a. Red Sox Dugout. I'm alongside Joey Nagel and Garrett Jacobs-Meyer. Thank you, good to be here. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. You know him as an icon on the 2013 World Series team. Yes, we do. And one of the best beards in the game. Of course. And now you know him as a guest on the In the Dugout podcast. That's right. We have Johnny Gomes on this podcast episode. The Red Sox put Brian Johnson on outright waivers. No! Yeah. Darn! Is he going to clear free agency stuff? All right, I'm on the phone with former Red Sox player and member of the 2013 World Series Championship team, Johnny Gomes. Johnny, thank you for joining me today. Yeah, man, right on. All good. One phrase that you used on the broadcast from time to time that kind of stuck with me, phone booth swing. What is a phone booth swing? Yeah, phone booth swing. That's not a good swing. You don't want those. I mean, imagine getting in a phone booth and trying to swing. You know, a quick one when I was in winter ball, the you know, game started with two chickens fighting at home plate with (laughs) jerseys on them. And the place went crazy because the chickens kind of were just wrestling with each other right on home plate. I was leading. I didn't know what to do if someone was going to shoot the chickens off or what. But, um, yeah, I mean, all the way from chicken fights to, you know, the World Series, I think I've covered it all. All right, everyone, my name is Garrett Jacobs-Meyer. I have one job here and one job only, and that's to ask listener questions and provide a little bit of comic relief that none of you find funny. There are. There's there way are too many, many nerds, nerds in ba- baseball. People who would rather sit around looking at numbers and then beat the crap out of someone. Oh, yeah, we'll, we, you don't, you don't want to fight. You'll take your anger out on the field. You'll take your anger out when we beat them. Oh, shut up. We'll take your anger out on your face. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the In the Dugout podcast. Uh, do you think JBJ will be traded? I think so. They're actively shopping him, right? So they've been actively trying to trade him for like four years now, though. Well, <laughs> the more the later you do it, the more desperate you get. And he's he goes from like bag of Cape Cod chips to bag of Lay's chips. So, so Cape, that, Cod's, Cape Cod's better, better? Than, better than Cape Cod's better than Lay's. So, you're so like, he, it's a downgrade for what you're going to get back from him because you want to have gone so bad. Just to explain the analogy. I know someone got that. Sandy Leone. He's gone. We traded him. I remember when we first traded for him, he was like the fourth string catcher for the Washington Nationals. We traded for him. I'm like, who's this guy? He goes out. He bats like 500 for a couple weeks. I'm like, this guy's the best. Then the next year, he bats like three. Um, <laughs> buck 30. Woo. <laughs> Did you know that clams can swim? How? See, usually, guys, we cut all this crap in, out. But in I actually shell have or, to that's say true. that. In no, shell or out so of shell? It's a clam. I know what a clam looks like. When it's like, threatened, yeah. Yeah, but I have to use that. Oh, it does threatens, it go like... It, it goes go like... <laughs> it's actually insane. All right, sorry. Uh, that makes sense, actually. Keep going. Yeah, it's crazy. All right, guys, welcome back to Joey's State of the Sox. I'm at work right now. You know, people are saying the Yankees are World Series favorites. Yeah, that's cool and all, but let's be real. For the past 10 years, they've been nothing but below expectations. So I still believe in our Sox. We're going to give them a run for their money like every year. All right, it's been Joey. We're going on four minutes now. I'm checking out. Yankees suck. Go Sox. Peace. I need a good outro. What do you got? This is an outro. Thank you all for listening to the In the Dugout podcast coming at you straight from the dugout. Thank you for listening. (laughs) My mom just texted me. (laughs) Welcome back to the In the Dugout podcast. We got a four-man booth for the Christmas episode. Garrett, thoughts on how Garrett Cole spells his name? I think it's stupid and he should just die. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it so much I can't even explain. I, how are you supposed to pronounce it? Garrett. Like Garrett. 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 <laughs> but it was kind of sad to see Rick Porcello go. I mean, when we first traded for him um, with Yuenes Cespedes, I was upset because we traded away Yuenes Cespedes for some guy who ended up sucking in his first year with us. Yeah, look at them now. And then he goes out and wins Cy Young for us. Yep. Dominates the Yankees crushes the Dodgers in the World Series. I mean, 
Rick Barcelo really became one of my favorite Red Sox players, so yeah, thank you, sad Rick. to see him go. That complete game, Yankees, the one Start, hitter was the one, one of the hitter. best. This segment is called Professional Baseball Player or Holiday Food. I'm going to give you a name, and it's either the name of a professional baseball player or a holiday food. Here we go. Goose Curry. Holiday food. Wrong player. <laughs> Jelly Gardner. Holiday food. Nope, player. Welsh Rabbit. Holiday food. Yes. Go. <laughs> Yam Yarian. That's a food. Player. That's, That's a, a player. player. What? Possum Witted. Player. Yes, food. player. What? Possum Witted? Yeah. <laughs> Pretzel Pizzullo. Okay, player. this is a player. That's a player. Vinegar Ben Mizell. Player. player. That's a player. Vinegar? Chicken Wolf. That's a that's a player. Food. That's a food. It's yeah. a player. Cranky God. Cupcakes. Okay, that's, that's a food. That's a food. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna get us with that one. <laughs> Bathtub carp. <laughs> that's a player. That is a food. What? What? No one names are getting bathtub, you dummy. <laughs> and that was professional baseball player or Come holiday on. food. <laughs> Let's do some listener questions. I love that. Hell yeah. This is a good episode. First quote. First question going out you straight from Nick5567. Do you think people mistake Andrew Kashner for Santa? No, because Andrew Kashner stinks and Santa does not stink. Redneck Santa. If he goes down the south. Ginger Santa. Yes. What you all want for Christmas. Hashtag I'm winning the chip from the Vooch. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Vooch is going to win our fantasy football That is league. not even true. He's you do not you. know that. You right. don't know that at all. If the Yankees miss the playoffs, we will shave Joey's head. Sounds like a plan. Buzz cut. Buzz cut. Deal. Deal. There we go. There we go. <laughs> yeah, let's go. It's right. on camera. Oh, now we got another reason to root against the Yankees. But I get to cut it, right? <laughs> yeah. And there you have it. That was a year of In the Dugout podcast in one highlight episode. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back in 2020 with more Red Sox news, updates, opinions, and a hell of a lot of personality. Hope you guys can join us. See you in 2020. See you next decade. Turkey. That's sick. All right, cool. All right, good. I'm pretty damn funny. We don't know any of the words. That was great.